Dad's Whiskey Cave. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tony, your host. I got my co-host across from me. What's up, Pete? Hey, guys. Hey. All right. So it is time for another dad dilemma. But uh, actually, this time it's actually more of a mom dilemma. So uh, it'll be an interesting one. But for now, we are going to try a nice little whiskey that I purchased uh, today. I guess my wife purchased it today at Costco, our favorite store. And she was there and I said, oh, we did a bottle for the show. And uh, she was going through a different lineup, and you know, one of the ones that we tried on our very first episode, uh, Buchanan's, they have a Buchanan's pineapple. Did you know that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And I told her, I said, "No, nah, no, nah, nah, the bottle is too hard to open. Get, get, uh, get something else." And then she came across one, and it's called Angel's Envy. So I'm gonna let Peter kind of read the bottle a little bit and see what uh, we got on there. But we might have to go back and get that uh, Buchanan's pineapple just to try it. <laughs> Yeah, so it says from the sellers of Lincoln. Because uh, well, I can't read it. It's in it's in cursive and it's all fucked up. Okay, so all right. I have no idea what it says. Uh, there's angel wings on the back. Yeah, it's Kentucky, a nice bottle. Yeah, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in port wine barrels, eighty six point six proof. Uh, let's let's uh, let's hear it. That wasn't bad. That was, Not bad. That wasn't bad at all. It was better not than the bad. squeak from uh, the other week. I've been letting everybody down recently, <laughs> and that, that was not that was a decent one. We're going to get that nice pop going. Right, so We're going to pour it up. Yeah, we're going to pour it up real quick, and then we're going to do a quick dilemma. Remember, everybody, follow us, please, on Dad's Whiskey Cave at everything. Uh, yeah, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. we got YouTube coming soon, all that. So and here's a nice pour. There we go. There we go. All right, so and cheers, my friend. Cheers, always a pleasure to do this with you, sir. Oh, yeah. All right, let's try it. Oh yeah, and we're trying it on the on the rocks, folks. If you if you needed to know, and uh, yeah, first take, not too bad, not too bad at all. I'm gonna reserve because I've been messing it up and saying I like something or I don't like something, and then ten right. minutes later I completely changed my mind. So yeah, that's how it goes. Let's it's okay. See, let's see how I feel. But so far it is uh, quite smooth. There you go. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. All right, uh, we will give our rating at the end of the show. But right now we are going to do our dad dilemma oh, of the week. Tony, how much was the bottle? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she told me it was about forty. I think thirty-seven, forty, something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. So. Um, not a bad price, and no. it's just a regular bottle, not a handle. Sometimes you go to Costco, and all you can get there is the big-ass bottle. Yeah, this is the this 750 is, mil. Yeah, so this is a regular size bottle. Uh, I do like the look of it, though. Kind it's of shaped like a woman. Yeah, you know? I guess it is. Yeah, got them, got them curves on it, but it's an angel. <laughs> Who knows? But, yeah, I like it, so it's a it's a good one. So, All right, so we're going to get into the uh, the dad or mom dilemma on this, this week's episode. And uh, we're going to get some women in here soon to uh, chime in on some of these uh, conversations that we've been having because we're not opposed so. to having any moms in here or just people even without kids, all that stuff. We're open to anybody and everybody that will bring uh, some nice conversations. So, but here's the dilemma for today. First time parents, we live in downtown area of a large city. My husband left our three-week-old newborn home alone in order to grab some food from a place around the corner. That motherfucker. <laughs> he said he left the baby sleeping soundly and was only gone for three minutes. I was livid when I found out, and he said the baby was in the snoo, which prevents uh, rollovers. How do I explain to him that it is absolutely not okay? Wow. 
<laughs> well, first of all, I guarantee that baby was crying the whole time he was gone. Uh, probably, probably so. He was probably playing with knives. He was probably, you know, he probably just made the story up. Yeah, yeah, he was sleeping soundly. Yeah. The uh, apartment was on fire. Yeah, yeah, sure, you know, sure that baby was. Yeah, and he, he ran to save himself. I did, I know that's that's what happened. <laughs> so, what do you think? First reactions on that? Do you are you totally against the husband? Or are you kind of like eh, this is this is interesting? Well, you, I've been in this exact same scenario. Oh, and what I will initially <laughs> say is. You have to acquiesce to whatever your partner is comfortable with, mm. right? So mm-hmm. if your partner mm-hmm. is not comfortable with you doing that, hands down, stop. Yeah. You can't do that anymore, right? Right. Because your partner has to trust you. Your partner has to be feel safe going out of the house and making and knowing that you are going to take care of the baby the way that they're comfortable doing it. And if you are leaving the house and they don't feel comfortable doing that, they're not going to feel safe leaving the house or leaving the baby with you. Yeah. And that's just yeah. that's just real talk. Having said that, I have done that exact same thing where I have a little bit older kids. My kids are not three weeks old, <laughs> but my, my three-year-old was napping, and my three-year-old is a great napper. She does not wake up. She does not get out of her crib on her own ever. Right. Not once has she done that. And my six-year-old was watching TV or playing on the iPad or whatever it was, and I wanted to take the dog for a walk because I need to get the hell out of the house for a minute. Right. And so I, I told my son, hey, I'm going to take the dog for a walk, you know. Stay in the house. Don't do anything. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. I'll be back in 10 minutes. I did a 10-minute walk. Everything was fine. But when my wife found out about that, she was not happy. Oh, boy. You're in the hot seat that day, huh? Yeah, she was not happy. She said that was not okay with her. She didn't really get upset and scream and yell or anything like that, but she was just she was a little bit exasperated. She was a little bit like, I, I really don't believe that you did that because right. to her, it was a judgment error. To me, it was I, – I, I think we're at the place where if this is going down and that's going down, I think it's okay. Everything worked out fine. But in her mind, it it's not really that that time worked out okay. But like you know, nine out of ten times, it could be fine. But right, that tenth right. time might be the scenario where something happens. Yeah, what about the know? next time? Right, yeah. yeah. What if yeah. one of them was choking? What if they got a snack on their own? What if – you know, the baby did get out of the bed uh, for the first time. You know, just different scenarios ran through her head and right. rightly so. Uh, either way. She wasn't comfortable with it, and she voiced it in a in a very respectful way. And you know, you got to respect that. And that right? was last time you probably did that. I'm assuming. <laughs> no, I've done it like eight more times. I just don't tell her about it. Oh, there it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. She so. does not follow the podcast. So, you know, we're good. <laughs> My first thought uh, on this on this predicament was, uh, what the hell was he going out to eat? It must have been pretty good. Yeah, and get was, DoorDash, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, these prices have you have you gone to DoorDash lately? <laughs> get a subscription, Shit. man. You sit there. Yeah, well, I guess, but man, it's just. I mean, even the prices in general, without the delivery fee, they're like four or five bucks more every plate that you get. It's uh, it's crazy, man. So I understand why he wouldn't want to pay the DoorDash fee, but uh, yeah, leaving and, and three weeks old is very very young, that's very cr- early. Yeah. So that's that and, is definitely crazy. But it must have been some something good, and you know, right around the corner. And I lived at a place. Uh, in uh, North Hollywood, that was probably similar to this person's situation, where we were in a, a you know a, a tall five six story apartment complex, and just beneath us, five stories down, was a bunch of different restaurants and little you know mom and pop shops. And so, if we wanted to get food, we didn't have kids at the time, but if we wanted to get food, yeah, we could just go downstairs and like he said, two three minute walk, and we're right there. Bars, everything was across the street. But it was a very busy street. So my thought would be if I went out, let's say I had a kid at home, which I didn't at the time. But if I did and I want to step out for two minutes, even if I had to take the dog to the bathroom, whatever, what if something goes down, right? Uh, somebody hits me on the street. 
uh, a car accident that I have to be, you know, there for, present for, to make sure that hey, you're a witness or whatever. I have a you know, heart attack, whatever. Anything can happen to anybody at any given time. You just don't know. And I know that sometimes it doesn't change things if you're at home and you have some type of illness or you have a stroke or whatever it might be, right? You're at home. Still the same thing, right? You're there, but now you're on the floor. You're no help to the baby um, because you're home alone, right? But being out on the street just seems a little bit, uh, I guess, irresponsible and a little bit further away from where you want to be with with your child. Yeah, and so, I don't think I don't think we're trying to judge anybody. Like there yeah. definitely are scenarios. Like I mean, especially during COVID, man. I I work in healthcare. There were lots of people in healthcare who could not stay home. They could, and their kids are home. Getting homeschooled by the video machine on their internet, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, 100%. They, their teachers weren't going to work, their kids weren't going to school, and you still have to go to work. Yeah, and so yeah. I had tons of friends who were just like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. My kids aren't old enough to stay home on their own. I had to go to work because mm-hmm. I work in healthcare. What do I yeah. do? What do you, you do? Know? Yeah, that's tough. There are scenarios like that, and so I don't judge anybody. No, got to do what you got to do. Um, not everybody has grandparents or no. friends or babysitters that they can afford nannies. Yeah, absolutely things right. Things happen, man. Like, yeah, things happen. You know, and everybody's got to make that decision for yeah. their own self. And then on the other side of the coin, like you, like you said, things happen. Things happen. So yeah. when you're out, stuff happens, right? Yeah. They say what? Most accidents happen down the street from your house or whatever, right? It's it just, yeah, you, you just get that fear in you where it's like, oh, what if something happens when I step outside, you know? But then most not hopefully nine times out of ten it doesn't happen, yeah. right? So it's it's a, just a scary thing. And so most people I think are at least nowadays, because when we were younger, I feel like, you know, there was a lot more leeway with especially with a little bit older kids, maybe not, you know, uh, three weeks old obviously, but a kid is six, seven, eight and up. Hey, they're outside, they're going to the park by themselves, yeah. with their buddies, all it was that the stuff. Opposite. Yeah. It so wasn't you were left home alone. Yeah. Well, maybe you were. Maybe your kid, your your parents were working. You were left home alone. Maybe for but a little bit. Most yeah. of it was you got off school. Yeah. And you got on your bike or you got on your rollerblades. You were gone. You were gone. All day. Like you didn't even have to check in. And you can't get reached. Yeah. Until nighttime. They're There's you no way bring to reach you. you. They're your butt pagers. home. Yeah. Bring your butt home before the you know lights go out or a specific time, dinner time, whatever time that was, and that was just the norm. You were mm-hmm. gone all day with your buddies or your brothers or your sisters or whatever you had. Neighborhood kids. Neighborhood kids and that that stuff. You know, I kind of miss that these days because. You know, I got kids and there's no neighbor. I mean, there's a few neighborhood kids that we get, you know, we see and hang out with. But, you know, I feel like, you know, back in our day, it was just, that was just the thing that you did. You go outside, everybody's outside. Yeah. Probably because there wasn't that much to do inside. Now everybody's inside because there's so much uh, to access via phone, TV, whatever. There's so, so much stimulation yeah. inside. Yeah, so know? much. And there's less stimulation outside that really draws kids. Yeah. Whereas before, also, the draw was you weren't around your parents. Right. And your parents, the draw was you'd send them kids outside. Right. Because then you had some fucking peace and quiet inside. Yeah. You know? That's 100%. Yeah. I mean, so. You could cook dinner and get it all done without your kids <laughs> running around the kitchen. Right. You know, because they were, I, I don't know how many times, like, I got home, immediately ate dinner, and got, like, took a bath and went to bed. Yeah. All the time, because you had a full day. Summer, because you had a full day. Whatever you did, yeah. Summertimes, yeah. But you were gone, and then you slept. Well, if if your parents allowed you to sleep in, you slept in till whenever. But yeah, full days you had as a kid, running around, playing sports in the street, going to the park, going wherever the hell you wanted to go on your scooter, bike, skateboard. Gone. What do you think about this though? Like, I grew up in a neighborhood (laughs) 
where I could go any which way of four directions and I would hit a park or an open lot or a grassy area or something where kids could – it wasn't just like a playground. It was some area, an, a wide open area where kids could build forts. They could make bike dirt tracks. They mm-hmm. could make uh, – what they could like create things. There was a lot of open space. Right. You know, and all the open spaces that I used to play in as a kid are now housing tracks. Mm. And so I feel like there's only these designated areas now for kids to play, right? You go to the park and play. You go to, to, to the trampoline park, Sky yeah. Zone, and play. You go to uh, the, the play place in the mall and play. Right. Where, dude, when I was growing up, it was the the open lot. Yeah, yeah, of course. Behind the the – the housing track that was built in the 60s. You know, <laughs> yeah, right, and it had a bunch of old trees. Yeah, and it was and no, we went in there, there. We built yeah. ruby traps and bike ramps and all kinds of stuff. You could use your imagination. You could play that way. Or you went to the to the school and you played in the parking lot with yeah, yeah, you know yeah. skates and hockey hockey stuff. Yeah, and, I think it's yeah, I think it's tough to to say because it's um I think people do those organized things because everything's organized. Because every, everything. I think they do that because they know the other kids will be there and obviously the park or whatever because before as a as a child growing up and this is you know 80s and 90s uh you could just go out in the street you didn't need anything right yeah. the street was the playground the street well, could have been the playground. my street had tons of kids right so and if it wasn't my street it was the street over so that's so that's kind of that's kind of what i'm saying if you go out now if i if i put my if i take my kids out to the middle of the street right now not now because it's nighttime but any given day we're going to see maybe a couple of kids. We got we got a neighbor who has some grandkids that come over all the time. We see them walking around. We got a neighbor that uh, lives right next door to us that has three kids. We never see them. And so, and we're outside quite a bit. I'm not saying that my kids, we play basketball outside. We, we run around in the front yard. We do all kinds of stuff outside. So we are out there, but do we ever have a chance to play with a lot of kids on a daily basis like we did when we grew up? Absolutely not. Here and there, yeah, yeah. You, you see the kids, you play, hey, come on over here and shoot the basketball. Let's play whatever. And they have a great time, but is that consistent? No, uh, no, it's just it's just not there anymore. Yeah. It's uh, you have to go to the every park day. every day. It's like where are you going? I'm going out in the front because somebody's coming, or I'm going mm-hmm. to knock on my boy's house because he's got two brothers, and we're gonna go play basketball on the street. Whatever. Yeah, I remember. Be. I remember yeah. my homies coming to my house. There'd be three homies yeah. knocking on the door. Boom, boom. Yeah, and they'd all have Come their out. rollerblades on and their and their hockey their street hockey gear on, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Let's go, let's go, go get my Come stuff." Outside. And, like, and I wouldn't even. I don't yeah. even think I'd ask my mom to be honest. Yeah. I don't remember asking my mom. I just go. Yeah. You do whatever, so it, it was, so it's just different. So I think it's it's a little bit of that, and I wish it was like that these days, but it's just not. And um, you know, you can go out. I drive down the street, and every neighborhood is different, right? So I'm just talking about the neighborhoods we live in. I don't see a lot of kids outside playing often. Yeah. You see them at organized. Locations. So I wonder if it'd be different back in our day, like this this whole dilemma that we're talking about right now. I wonder if it'd be different. Maybe not for the three week old, like we're talking right, about right, yeah. in that scenario, but definitely like you know. Older, a little bit older kids. Yeah. I can't imagine that adults weren't leaving their asses in the house in the apartment <laughs> to yeah. go grab food or to go grab to beer or to go. You know, I went to a movie. Hey, I'm out of here at the bar. We'll be back. You know, <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of hours. Yeah. Don't open the door Don't for do nobody. Stupid. Yeah, because you say stuff to the kids. I remember, you know, uh, not my parents, but people's parents would. Don't open the door for nobody. Yeah. and that's the rule. Yeah, and you stay your butt inside and don't open the door. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, that's the one rule. And then they got their kids. Were you allowed to in. answer the phone? Uh, 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think if so. my parents were home, I was allowed to answer the phone. Yeah, I think so. At a certain age, I was allowed, and then I, I like you know, I had my own phone after a while. But yeah, that that was later on, teenage years. But yeah, yeah, I think I was able to answer the Where phone. Where was your you know, landline located in your house? Do you remember? Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah. It's always, always in the kitchen. It's always in the kitchen, man. That's the <laughs> heart of the home, as they call it. Uh, but anyway, back to the, the this dilemma. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, that was that was tough on the on the guy's part to leave the baby for for the, the, that young of an age. And like Peter, to Peter's point, you kind of have to know your audience, right? So you have to have, have kind of have to know what your spouse would think about that if getting caught or whatever. And I don't know how he got caught. It didn't say that, but or even if you mess it up and you, and you're like, hey, I I really didn't think I thought it was okay. If you didn't right, think it was okay, right. okay, okay, then moving we forward, talk we'll, about that. Yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah. So there's some so there's some rules that people have when getting in relationships. Um, that I think are, are, are good to know and kind of just how do you feel about certain things? Because mm-hmm. like you said, Hey, you did it yourself and then you may feel comfortable because you know, your kids better than anybody else. And then, you know, they're not going to do anything that's going to happen one sleeping. That's fine. But if your spouse or whoever is not comfortable with that, then that changes things. And so like, there's sometimes where, uh, you know, my kids were eating snacks and stuff like that. My wife is a nurse. And I remember she mentioned to me one time, like, yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I don't want the kids really like eating foods unsupervised, you know, when they were very, very young because they can choke. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Now, did that ever cross my mind? No, I just didn't think about that too much, but it wasn't like I was leaving them anyway. But yeah, I, you know, I'll go and hang out in another room where I'm not, I don't have eyes on them. Maybe I can hear them, but what if they do choke? Right. And then it's like, oh, okay. So she made a good point. I don't like to leave the kids when they're eating something that they could potentially choke on. And I was then in my brain, I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And then I started not doing that too, you know, because I just wanted to make sure that I was doing uh, something safe. And then I would hate if something was happening on my watch. And then, you know, my wife was like, Hey, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. This happened. You know what I mean? So, so I started doing that because I found out that she had those thoughts and I yeah. was like, Oh, interesting take. So both my kids had choking episodes where I had to pick them up and turn them over and, and smack their back or really give them. Yeah. Do, oh, do the thing that, and, it, it was terrifying. Bro. Oh, so my goodness. I don't ever leave them alone to eat even for a second. Yeah. No. I, but that's just because, like, I had that experience. Yeah. Know? No, I, I get it, man. And like I said, I, it didn't it did not cross my mind, but it definitely hit my brain when she mentioned it. I was like, oh, that's a good point, you know? And then there's certain things, like, when I when we got in a relationship, uh, I had a – well, my sister had a dog, and then when me and my wife got married – uh, the dog came and lived with us. Sweetest dog in the world. He just passed away a few months ago, unfortunately. And um, Golden Retriever, awesome dogs. We all know Golden Retrievers are the best dogs or one of the best dogs to have with kids, right? But you never know with dogs. I don't know how dogs' brains work. you know. And if you pull on his tail, he's going to snap at you, all that stuff. So one of our rules, and we didn't really talk about it, but it was just kind of something that we did, was like we're not really leaving the baby babies in the room by themselves with the dog just in case something was to happen, right? And so – those were kind of those unwritten rules that we had set up. And like I said, the sweetest dog in the freaking world. But there was some times where I'm like, okay, I have to do dishes over here. The ba- One of the babies are crawling on the ground. The dog's right there. I can't see both of them. So I'm just going to put the dog outside just to be on the safe side, right? No harm, no foul. Um, or put the baby up somewhere or whatever, right? And that was just one of those rules. And he would have never done nothing to anybody and he never did. But you hear those stories, the family dog, you know, mm-hmm. chewed off such and such face and most of the time they're not golden retrievers, but it just it's one of those things that I don't want to be on the news for things something like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I just think yeah, the dad was uh, yeah, he, he probably should have should have stayed home three weeks. So, <laughs> but 
But anyway, uh, let's rate this Angel's Envy. What do you think? Let's give it a rating out of five. Hold on. Let me uh, let me get a little uh, taster. Uh, he's going to have one more sippy sip. I like it. I'll give my rating real quick. Yeah, go for I it. I like it a lot. Um, and I think we did the – I'm trying to think what we did with the uh, Woodford Reserve. I was right in the middle twos. And 3. I actually 3. like 3.7. Was that for you? I think that was for you. I think I gave it three. I'm going to give this 3.5. I like it a lot. Um, wow. 3.5, 3.8. You gave Woodford three? I think I gave Woodford three. I thought it was higher than that. Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't think I gave it a four. If only we could I go did. back and listen to I know. Ourselves. We should go back. You guys tell us what we did. <laughs> right it down. But uh, I, this is probably one of my favorite ones that we've had since doing the show. Yeah, yeah so for sure. I like it. So actually, I'm going to give it a four, damn it. Uh, yeah. This is a good one. I'm going to give it a four, solid four. So what about you, Pete? I was going to give it a 3.9. Okay. Yeah, 3.9. He's right sure. there. All right. Perfect. So. Uh, very, very tasty. Get yourselves very a bottle smooth. of Angel's Envy, everybody. It's a nice drink. Uh, we'll put it on the website, put it on the Instagram, all that good stuff. So get yourself a bottle. That's the dad dilemma of the day. And let us know what you guys think about it. If you guys have had it before, go out and try it. You know, uh, Talk to us on Instagram. Email us. Whatever it is, just let us know how you th- how you feel about it. Yeah, let us know if you ever uh, left a child at home, how you feel about it, and uh, what your takes are on that. So. Is the child still home? And, I don't what, know. and what age? Yeah, what age do you start leaving kids alone these days? Because I think it was a lot younger back in our day. Yeah. Now it may be a lot older because, you know, everybody's a helicopter parent, as they call them, right? Yep. So yep. we'll see. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Peace.